there is a lot of demand out there for things like home services. And it's a very practical business to start. It seems scary and it seems like, oh, I don't have any business experience and I have to have some sophisticated system in order to do it. Most people who are doing like handyman services are just a dude in a truck with some tools and they're probably not nearly as profitable as they could be if they leverage some of the technology and the marketing that's out there. It's much more attainable than you think it is. You just have to get started. The following is brought to you by Thrive, the end-to-end -end client experience platform that helps you get the job, manage the job, and get credit. Hey, hey, this is Gordon Henry at Winning on Main Street. And this week we have a really special guest, Dan Perry, the founder of HandymanStartup.com. Welcome, Dan. Hey, thanks for having me, Gordon. Great to have you. So brief intro on Dan. In 2011, Dan started a handyman business despite having zero business experience, minimal home repair experience, and in his own words, no, no idea what I was doing. By his account, he made all kinds of mistakes, but he kept at it, interviewing successful business owners, reading books, studying psychology, and learning wherever and whenever possible. Within just six months, Dan replaced the income from his previous engineering job, created a packed schedule, and maybe best of all, gained control over his time and found himself happier than he'd ever been while working a nine-to-five job. Ever since, he's been sharing what he learned on his website, handymanstartup.com. He's also written the book, Turn Your Skills into Profit, a step-by-step -step guide to starting your handyman business. And he hosts a podcast called The Handyman Startup Podcast. His goal, he says, is to help you accomplish two things. One, start a profitable handyman business that can replace your day job. Two, optimize your existing handyman business if you have one to boost profits and save time. So as I mentioned in the intro, you did a lot of firsthand research before starting your own business. You interviewed people in the business, you read books, you studied psychology. What did you learn that was so important in starting your own business? There is a lot of demand out there for things like home services. And it's a very practical business to start. It seems scary and it seems like, oh, I don't have any business experience and I have to have some sophisticated system in order to do it. Um, and you don't have to be sophisticated. Most people who are doing like handyman services are just a dude in a truck with some tools hmm. uh, that started with like word of mouth and they're not even doing any marketing or anything. Um, and their business started really slow and they're probably not nearly as profitable as they could be if they leverage some of the technology and the marketing that's out there. But really, I think the first, like the most important thing that I learned that I think a lot of people I would like to share is that the opportunity out there is it's, it's much more attainable than you think it is. Um, you just have to get started, you know? Mm -hmm. Gotta go for it. So I want to uh, delve into a few details. So you, 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 as you said, on your website, you convey a tremendous amount of information. There are all sorts of articles, and blogs. Some of the things you cover are the following. And I want to maybe br briefly address each one of these three, three items. First of all, advertising. You know, we hear a lot about advertising for small businesses. What are some of your key tips on advertising? The, the number one most important thing you can do is simply be found when one of your customers needs your service. That's called inbound marketing, right? So somebody out there is Googling handyman's, I need a wall mount a TV, I need to fix a fence. You want your business to show up. 
somehow within that. So if you can leverage online marketing and you can do that, there's a lot of ways you could do it. You get social media, YouTube, um, it's just a really good, well-optimized SEO website, um, just online directories. There's, there's, there's a lot of ways you could be found online, but that is the key. Is it really that easy to get started? How do you find your first handful of customers? Would you, do you do the content creation online that you said before you get your first customers or you know, how, do you, how do you get the ball rolling? I think number one is you wanna set up your systems first before you try to fill your schedule. And the reason you wanna do that before you start filling your schedule is that you don't wanna, you don't wanna be doing that and trying to provide good services at the same time. You wanna kind of figure that out and get it set up so that when you're doing the services, you can focus more on doing the services. Just getting your name out there and starting to do work while you're also doing as much marketing as you can until your schedule fills. And then once your schedule is filled, and you have that consistent flow of, in, of leads coming in, then it's kind of just show up and do the work and kind of work on your business in other areas. Maybe that's scaling it. Maybe that's optimizing your pricing so you can become more profitable in less time. But really, yeah, yeah set up those systems before you try to fill your schedule. Yeah, so my third question uh, in, in some of those details was, how much should you charge? And I know that's an enormous question. You talk a lot about pricing, but you seem to have a belief that most handymen and contractors undercharge and that you generally advocate charging more. So maybe just talk us through that. So I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't say that most contractors undercharge, but I will say that most handymen who are starting their business and have been in business for less than five years undercharge for their services. So when you're starting your business, the inevitably you come into it with an employee mindset usually first off. So you might be making 28, $30 an hour, maybe $50 an hour at your job. So that's a broad, that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. Number one, you have to charge enough to be profitable and make, make enough money to support your lifestyle. And usually that's at least $50 an hour, but usually about 80, $85 an hour is where you want to be. What about insurance? Should you have insurance? Definitely. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just because it protects the customer as well. Mm -hmm. um, if you mess up the customer's house and you can't pay for it, like we flood their whole house, the customer might be screwed as well because they're hiring an unlicensed handyman to work on their house. So that's not a good thing, but it also, you know, it protects you in the event that you might get sued or your customer might, customer might get injured while you're working right. there, like trip on a cord or something. You never know. Got it. Okay. Should a handyman be a generalist or a specialist? The, the thing about handyman, the, the value there is that customers don't have to work with 20 different people. So a lot of times the right customer is going to be very happy to work, to, to hire you, pay you a high rate just because you can do everything. And they could just be like, all right, I want you to do this, 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 and this, and then I'm going to leave you to it. Let me know how much it is. Thanks for your help. You know, it's, it's your safe. The main benefit of a handyman is saving time. So there's a lot of value there. However, if you specialize, get your marketing dialed in, that's, that's where you can make a lot more money.
We're going to continue our conversation with Dan Perry in just a minute, but first a word from our friend Giuseppe Grammatico. Are you tired of working a dead-end job, maybe missing family events and not feeling fulfilled? Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide, is here to help you figure out if a franchise can help create the life of your dreams so that you can finally achieve financial and time freedom. Giuseppe brings 20 years of experience owning businesses and working with families, business owners, and investors to explore franchise ownership. Would you like a free copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom? You can download it at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Again, that's ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Or maybe you're actually ready to chat and see if Giuseppe can help you on your path. If so, go to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash calendar to start things off and you can get a free conversation with Giuseppe. Again, that's ggthefranchiseguide.com slash calendar to start things off. And we're back with Dan, the handyman, and uh, we're going to talk about Dan Perry and we're going to talk about uh, some of the mistakes Dan made uh, in launching his business. He's obviously become terrifically successful running two businesses, one a handyman business and one advising others on how to be successful handyman. Uh, but you said you made a lot of mistakes when you started your handyman business. Tell us about a few of those mistakes that maybe you kind of look back now and regret, or at least like, man, how did I do that? Yeah. Uh, well, one of the biggest ones was undercharging, which is why I talk so much about that. Took on some jobs I shouldn't have done for sure. Working for customers who are going to question your pricing like that and not respect your time and not value you as a professional. You're just asking for bad reviews, bad experiences. You're not going to be happy with the work. You're not going to be happy to put your name on it. So a lot of that stuff. So how do you handle that whole issue of reviews? Is it a matter of finding the right customers, doing the right you know, thing in terms of the work and the pricing and hoping for the best? Yeah, so reviews are very important. Um, so you try to get people to leave a review if they're, you know, if they come to you and they're really happy with your services. You're in an intimate situation where you can say, hey, you know what? Like, I'm just getting started. Mm -hmm. this, these reviews make a really big impact for me. If you really enjoy my services, like, I would really appreciate it if you jump online and give me a review. It just really comes down to like, you know, having good customer service, treating your customers well having doing quality work and then when you know asking for it if you can yeah yeah great advice we just have a few minutes left uh i, I did want to ask you going back to your beginnings uh you said it at, at the very beginning you quit your job and launched your handyman service just kind of like went and did it is that something you recommend for people like quit your job and start the new thing uh and do it in the way you described in terms of getting all the all the uh foundations ready before you go do the job or do you recommend people do this kind of as a side hustle where they're doing a little bit of the handyman stuff on the side to see how it goes before they quit their day job? Yeah, do it on the side. Yes, uh, for sure. Build it up on the side, get it to the point where you feel confident, you, you have some customers coming in, you have your systems built. And then at that point, quitting your job is, is so much easier. Yeah, but really, I mean, it depends on the person too. Like if you don't have any kids and you got, you know, 50,000 saved in the bank and you just like hate your job that much and it's, literally like stressing you out to the point where you hate your life quit you know? <laughs> but if you have kids and you're you're making a hundred thousand a year and like you need that money and you're not loaded you know you don't have this like trust fund you should probably get it going on the side to see if you even like it right 
All right, last thing, um, a quick uh, sort of lightning round, round here. First of all, is there a mentor or person you learned from to kind of, you know, learn your way as you moved up? I learned from a lot of people. I mean, you know, Tim Ferriss was somebody I followed a lot when I was um, getting started, but I just read a ton of books, you know, whether it was Robert Cialdini for influence, you know, I forget like what his book is called influence, maybe mm -hmm. um, persuasion, um, advertising. I mean, I, fr I followed, I'd buy people's online courses. I went to seminars like Brendan Burchard and, you know, I'd followed, I've, I've read a lot of Tony Robbins books. I mean, there's so many, there's so many people to follow, right? Like mostly books, um, online courses and just trying to get, you know, I was motivated. If you have that motivation and that drive, like the information's out there, right? Like hmm. you're gonna, you, you can't not find advice and mentors if you want to succeed now. You, they're everywhere. They're yeah. gonna pop up on your YouTube video when you're just trying to watch something funny, yeah. you know? Yeah. So right. just opening up to it, you know? Okay. You, as we said, all, you know, manage two of these businesses, you, you've got a lot going on. What's your secret to managing your time? That's something I've had to work on a lot. That's, it's probably one of the biggest challenges because I, in, with what I do, I have to be very self-motivated, right? There's not a lot of what I do with my online stuff, not my handyman business, but my online stuff, it requires me to do things proactively when I don't have to, you know, I'm going to do something today that's going to pay off three months from now. So getting myself to do that is very hard. So I have to set up like pretty elaborate systems to get myself to do that. Like I go through this process every three months where I set out exactly what I want to focus on. I set out exactly what I wanted, what I think is going to be the most effective way for me to get there. And then I, I commit to it by signing a accountability contract with my wife saying, if I don't do this, I'm gonna have to do this. If I don't, if I don't put in at least eight hours a week on this specific project for the next three months, then I have to do something like I, I usually usually use like paint the banister. I don't, I don't want to do that at all. That's super boring. <laughs> right. But like something that's just right. going to make sure that I show up because otherwise I'm just like anybody else. I'm, I like just kind of sitting there and eating, you know, <laughs> eating sugar, eating, eating this. I'm just like a regular human, you know? So I have to like, trick myself into being effective. Interesting. Very good. Um, hobbies. Do you have a, a favorite hobby or pastime that you like? Mountain biking. Yeah. Mountain so I, I, I do a ton of mountain biking. I actually, um, I didn't race so much this year, but I've been racing enduro mountain bikes. Uh, it's too dangerous. I shouldn't do that. I have two kids. So that's kind of why I'm easing up, but that's, that's very fun. Cool. Uh, I think I also heard on one of your podcasts, you were talking about going fishing, I think in Alaska or something like that. Yeah. Well, that was just, uh, I just got invited to a fishing trip. So I, I was like, well, I always wanted to go to Alaska. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. I just love, I love the outdoors in general. Yeah. So, you know, happy to get out there. Yeah. Good stuff. How should people learn more about getting involved with you in terms of, you know, either making themselves available or making your services available to them, uh, through the handyman or the courses? What's the best way to learn more about you and what you can offer? 
Uh, the best way to do that is go to handymanstartup.com. Uh, there's, like I said, there's loads of free articles. You can kind of read a little bit more into it. Um, articles like how much you can expect to make, um, how to set your pricing, kind of like some general guidance on getting started with marketing. Uh, sign up on my email list where I, you know, obviously share stuff that's not anywhere else. Those are the best places. I also have a YouTube channel that has a few videos that you can get started. Handyman Startup is the, is the YouTube channel there. Um, that, that those are, those are the best places for sure. And then, you know, if you want to get in touch with me personally, just reply to one of the emails I send, um, out to, through my newsletter. Okay. Awesome. Well, Dan, I, I want to thank you for stopping by a great story to tell and uh, really great having you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Always, always like, you know, connecting with other people and, you know, getting to share my story. So hopefully somebody out there finds it valuable and maybe ins inspires them to go, with their job they hate and uh you know start working with their hands so yeah i appreciate you being on the show thanks to our producer tim alleman and our coordinators diet barnett and daniel huddleston and if you enjoyed this podcast please tell a friend or colleague to subscribe and please leave us a five-star review we were talking about reviews we we need them too uh we'd really appreciate it. it helps us in the rankings until next time make it a great week